You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast for Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. Coming to you from San Francisco. Sorry, Mets fans. I guess I was your bad luck charm last night. I went to the Mets-Giants game, won by the Giants. Our episode today is brought to you by the Live Fantasy Show. Have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to at Locked On Network on Twitter. Joining me today is Kyle Newman of Odds Checker. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know a lot about sports betting. It's obviously a topic that a lot of you are interested in. So whenever I come across a category I'm not familiar with, I try and bring in an expert. And Kyle is an expert at Odds Checker. Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, John. Well, Kyle, we're going to hopefully give our listeners a good rundown of where the odds are for the New York Jets right now. And, you know, if you're a Jets fan and you really believe in this team, you got a shot to make some good money because if you look at the places the odds makers have the Jets, they are not ranked, they're not rated very highly. In fact, according to betonline.ag, only the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans have worse Super Bowl odds. So, Kyle, what can you tell me about the Jets' Super Bowl odds? Yeah, so the Jets are like very clearly the third team here. They're also the third team on uh, on some other markets, uh, third to worst. And uh, betters actually have the New York Jets a little bit worse. They have the Jets as the second worst team on the market with uh, only 0.9% of bets uh, being placed on them. Uh, The funny thing is, if you really want to laugh at it, is that Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers are the only team that have less bets put on them uh, at 0.8%. Uh, meanwhile, you know, in division, you have the Buffalo Bills up at about 5.5%, the, pa- the Patriots at 5.4%, and the Dolphins at 2.7%. And then the easy favorites so far are the Kansas City Chiefs with uh, 11.5%. You know, when you're looking at these Super Bowl odds, uh, you tend to see that they kind of mirror the, uh, or, or the, when you look at the betting, they, they kind of tend to mirror the odds, at least early on, because it's just so easy to uh, to fall in love with teams that have top talent from the year before, like the Chiefs and the Bucks. Um, there are a few surprises in there, like the Denver Broncos are at 8.5%. They're actually the second better's favorite right now. But a lot of that came from the offseason when they were uh, connected to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, you know, once Aaron Rodgers asked for a trade and the Broncos rumor came around, they were a heavy betting favorite. That's kind of receded now that he's come back to Green Bay and we're kind of seeing the market shift out. But yeah, as for the Jets, you know, it's – it's a rough going right now, as it kind of should be, because, you know, no rookie has ever started a Super Bowl game, yet alone won a Super Bowl, uh, or I should say a rookie quarterback. So it's it's, it's not all that surprising to see, to see them as low as, as, as they are on the uh, odds and betting market. That fact just brought back all of my heartbreak from the 2009 AFC Championship game when the Jets almost went to the Super Bowl with Mark Sanchez, which is a pretty amazing fact in and of itself. 
Now, if you look at the odds to win the AFC, the Jets are second lowest behind the Texans, plus 6,600. How are people betting on the AFC right now, and as it pertains to the Jets in particular? Yeah, well, the Jets have been doing pretty well. They're actually sixth on the betting market to win the AFC uh, at, at 6% of the bet. Uh, that would put them third in their division. They're ahead of the Miami Dolphins. But they are uh, behind the Buffalo Bills, who are at 9.5%. And surprisingly, the Patriots have seen about 10.7% of the bet. So you're seeing that there's more confidence in the Jets to win the AFC than there is for them to win the Super Bowl, uh, which, again, isn't surprising because the market is more constricted. You only have uh, 16 teams to bet on instead of 32. But it, it is interesting to see that how – the Jets kind of jumped pretty much the entire AFC or like half the AFC in a AFC odds compared to the Super Bowl odds. And I think a lot of that has to do with um, the, the, the love that the betters have for Zach Wilson and the uh, faith that they have in Robert Sala, who is also one of the favorites to win uh, the coach of the year this year, I believe. I believe he's top 10 in coach of the year odds. And part of it, I would have to guess, and you can tell me whether I'm right or not on this, is at the second worst odds, that's an attractive price. Maybe if the odds were a little bit better, people wouldn't be so willing to put money on the Jets. But, you know, you look at the return you can get from being having the second lowest odds behind Houston. Do you think that that plays a role in in that in the way people are put, placing their bets? I do. I think I, I think that some franchises end up uh, benefiting from. Uh, from those lower odds, like we were talking about, I was talking about in division earlier, the Patriots are, not, are one who really benefits because they're, they're midway into the, into the uh, division. But, you know, if with Bill Belichick, you know, people see them as a way to go up. And I think the Jets kind of benefit from that a little bit too. Their odds are so poor that they see an, a, a slight increase in their betting. But I don't believe that specifically is why you're seeing the jump you are from the AFC to the Super Bowl, because remember, they were also third worst in the Super Bowl betting. Uh, so I, I do believe it plays a, a part in it, but I don't believe that's the reason we're seeing this big jump here with, uh, with their odds to win in uh, the AFC this year. So you hear it, Jets fans. Betters think that the Jets will lose the Super Bowl. They, they have faith <laughs> for the Jets to win the AFC, not so much to win it all. Let's talk about the AFC East. And according to Bet Online, the most likely scenario, as I'm reading it, is the Jets finishing fourth. You have minus 300, and the Jets have the lowest odds to win the AFC East. Yeah, uh, the Jets are certainly not favored to win the AFC East. Uh, they're, I, they're, they're dead last, but betters uh, have a better feeling. The betters uh, tend to like the New York Jets a little bit more than the Miami Dolphins. Again, uh, the Jets are third in the AFC East with betters. Uh, at 18.4%. So yeah, about one in five bettors believe the Jets are going to win the AFC East. Uh, the Dolphins are sitting last at 12.6%. And then the Bills and Patriots kind of blow everyone else away. The Bills sitting at 37.9% and the Pats at 31% of the bet. So you you, you kind of see it's, it's almost like with all of these, you're seeing a, a tale of two divisions, basically. You're seeing uh, the the Bills and Patriots be treated almost as like Super Bowl contenders. They're not up there with like the Chiefs and the Bucks, but they're kind of the next tier down. And then you're seeing the Jets and the Dolphins kind of treated as 
these teams that are probably going to be picking top 10 next year, by the way, betters are, are betting on these teams. And so you're just, you're just looking for a way to discern the market. And right now the market is kind of looks at the AFC as Super Bowl contenders and uh, have nots basically. As we talk about the odds today, I just want to remind you that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, whether they're the Jets, the rest of the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA. Before the next play, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game before the NFL season begins. Head to the website or use your mobile device to t- sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And if we're just talking about the win total, Bet Online has the Jets over under at six wins. At at six wins is probably right. I mean, if you if you look around camp and you look around how uh, the team is being reported on, uh, most of the people most of the people at camp, and maybe you can back back this up, John, since you've been there the last few days. Uh, but the, the the consensus seems to be that this is a five or six win team right now, unless you know, something changes, like unless Zach Wilson has a great year or the defense shows out in a way it's people don't expect it to. But right now the consensus seems to be at five or six. And so I I think the odds makers are doing a really great job, uh, you know, holding at six and making life difficult for, for betters right now. Well, I think one of those scenarios you mentioned is would be Zach Wilson having a great year. According to bet online's Odds for Offensive Rookie of the Year, he rates fifth behind Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Najee Harris. Uh, Wilson comes in at plus 1,000, which is interesting because he's behind a couple guys who were drafted after him. How, how are the betters viewing this? For Offensive Rookie of the Year, first off, I think it's just insulting how odds makers are treating Zach Wilson on the market right now. Um, it's just incredibly strange that they're looking at the number two pick in this year's draft and one of only two guaranteed week one starters uh, at the quarterback position and they have him fifth it's just it's incredibly strange to see it that way and betters agree as uh, as i'm sit here right now 72 percent of betters have placed bets on Zach Wilson to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about where the odds are too good to pass up. Um, with someone like Trevor Lawrence, who's sitting at, you know, plus 250, plus 300, depending on the sports book you're looking at, you know, odds, ma- odds makers are, are uh, kind of like hammering him. And bettors are looking at this and saying, well, you know, Zach Wilson is a guy who's going to be starting every year. And he's a guy who has – you know, by all accounts, a much improved offensive line and wide receiving core uh, compared to the last few years that the Jets have had. And so they see an opportunity to take advantage of someone odds makers are sleeping on. And so that's why you're seeing such massive support at Zach Wilson, again, at 72% of the bets for Offensive Rookie of the Year over the last week. Now, I think I would be remiss without pointing out that there's another Jet who's in the top 15. Elijah Moore has, is, has the 13th best odds at plus 3,300, a guy who has been receiving a lot of great reports at training camp. But 
you know, might have a tough time winning the rookie of the year. I, I would think just because if he's playing well, it's a sign Zach Wilson's probably playing great. And you'd think the quarterback would benefit more than the wide receiver. At least that's how I see it. Yeah, I, I agree. If if Zach Wilson is playing, or, or if uh, Elijah Moore is playing well enough to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, it probably means Zach Wilson is playing is playing at least well enough to be in the conversation in his own right. And at that point, it's probably going to go to the quarterback because that's just the way it goes. You know, you have to go back uh, since. 2000, well, only three wide receivers have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. It's Anquan Bolden, uh, Percy Harvin, and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. And, you know, even then you have to go back to 2014 for the last time someone like this had won uh, since a wide receiver had won it. And even last year you, you went back and, you know, Justin Jefferson was arguably one of the five best wide receivers in football, and he lost out on the award to Justin Herbert, who admittedly had a great year of his own. And so – when you're placing a bet on a wide receiver to an offensive rookie of the year, no matter how talented, you're just starting at a disadvantage because the the voters for that for that specific award have proven time and again that to win that award as a wide receiver, you basically have to be like the best at your position in the NFL. You have to be playing at an all pro level to 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 get that award. So when you're so it's no it should be no surprise that uh quarterbacks and running backs are dominating the odds and the betting here. Now we've been talking about scenarios that could propel the Jets to a better than expected result this year. You know, we just talked about Zach Wilson potentially performing at a rookie of the year level, but another thing that could help is how Robert Sala does and as far as bet online is concerned, it looks like he's middle of the pack for coach of the year plus 2200. What, what can you tell us about that? Coach of the year odds are kind of all bunched together right now. You're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of like tiers basically at the top. You're seeing guys like Brandon Staley and Brian Flores. Uh, and they're all kind of bunched together depending on the book. You're looking at 1300 plus 1500, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and bet online I'm sure has something uh, similar. And Robert Sala plus 2200 is kind of in that middle tier where, or in the middle upper tier hovering around the top 10 of the market. And so uh, when you're look, when you're looking at something like that, uh, it's all, it's not about which coach or which team you think is the best. It's about which team do you think is going to make the greatest leap. So when you're looking at someone like Robert Sala, you have to say, what does he have to do for the Jets to go from a two and 14 team to probably a borderline playoff team for him to win this award, which means probably winning, you know, nine, 10 games this year. And if that's feasible uh, compared to some of the other people on the market, like uh, Brandon Staley, can he turn the the Chargers from a seven and nine team to a team that can uh, compete with the chiefs and maybe even win the AFC West and what's more likely to happen. And so for Robert Solid to win coach of the year, you know, is it possible that Zach Wilson goes out there and destroys and wins offensive rookie of the year and the defense is top 10 and the Jets sneak into the playoffs? Absolutely, it's possible and Salah could win the award. But that's an absolute best case scenario. And is that really worth putting your money on? That That's up to you. But it, it just feels like there are other uh, coaches and other better scenarios where uh, you're more likely to hit hit on your money, especially in a market that's so clustered and doesn't really have a standout favorite like a coach of the year. 
This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when choosing Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto has prices that are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising, though? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineup and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You're in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. And go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Now let's turn our attention away from the Jets for a little bit because there's an old friend who's pretty high on the odds for comeback player of the year, and that's Sam Darnold. In fact, Darnold is tied with Nick Bosa, Jameis Winston, um, and Lorenz Duvernay-Tardif for fifth. Uh, his odds are at plus 1,200. And you, you look at the players who are ahead of him. You have Dak Prescott, who's been a good quarterback for a long time. Joe Burrow, last year's number one overall pick. I don't even know how you, I mean, I know he got hurt last year. I'm surprised a second year player can be comeback player of the year. Saquon Barkley and his teammate, Christian McCaffrey. So it seems like there's a lot of hope for a post Adam Gase resurgence from Darnold to get, be getting those odds. How are, are the, do the betters, are the betters putting a lot on Darnold? Uh, well, so Darnold's uh, stand in the betting market is not too far off from where he is on the odds market. He's sitting sixth currently in comeback on the comeback player of the year market at a three point seven percent of the bet, which admittedly is small, but that's mostly because of the uh, huge amount of bets you're seeing on the running backs, uh, mostly, uh, specifically McCaffrey and Barkley, uh, because their their offenses are going to revolve around them. So we were talking about this with Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson, where, you know, if the quarterback, if, if the quarterback is playing well enough, they'll probably win the award. It's not going to be the case here uh, because at running back McCaffrey can create enough on his own that even if Sam Darnold is mediocre, uh, then McCaffrey is going to be able to, you know, put up, you know, a thousand rushing yards and, and win the award uh, simply from that kind of a performance, uh, you know, added on to whatever Darnold is giving him. And, and so you're seeing a lot more bets placed on the skill position players here because they're just more likely to bounce back. Uh, we've seen it, you know, a million times before with guys like Adrian Peterson coming back from, from these big injuries only to have, you know, the biggest years of their career. And so Darnold is kind of in that, that middle tier at, at sixth on the market uh, because there's just so much 
more established talent ahead of him, like McCaffrey, like Barkley. Um, you're even seeing more bets on Burrow because of how he played last year, even though uh, you could point to his statistical uh, growth last year and say, well, was he playing at a high level or was he uh, only uh, doing so well statistically because I believe he led the league in passing attempts before he was injured. So, you know, but he, uh, but again, he's ahead of Darnold because people have this established belief that he is an above average player because they have the statistical uh, backup. They don't have that from Darnold. And so Darnold, even with the, with the post Gase push is just, He's struggling to keep up with the elites on this market. Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. A lot of great information. Yeah, of course. I was happy to happy to be here. That is our show for today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and send in your mailbag questions. Tomorrow we do our weekly mailbag.